0: Doo. and we are on okay uh, hey everybody um, so I'm changing format a little bit this time um, so first house cleaning shout outs one to uh, at camel's hammers I don't remember the spelling whatever everybody knows who he is and uh, at atheist Sam um, because both those people were quite um, charitable when I deigned to jump in into conversations and be a bit of a jackass and they were very forgiving. Uh, But third, a completely different thing, at Didja again, D-I-D-G-A, because due to him, and I'm sorry I don't have the address in front of me, but I am now on iTunes. Yes, that is right. This thing that you're listening to now will be on iTunes in a few days or weeks or whatever. Um, I think it's Anton A. Hill's Hangouts. I'm not sure. But anyway, that is all of that. And now, because I always forget to do this later, I would like to thank and welcome AJ Johnson for joining me because I'm very, very happy that we were able to do this after some back and forth, which I think I say every time. But anyway, AJ, how the hell are you?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, how do you forget to introduce the guests?
0: <laughs> That's well, no, I, I don't <laughs> I don't forget that part. What I always forget is to thank them. Because it's, <laughs> okay. it's time out of your day, and I understand that. And yet I'm always like, okay, so what else? And then I'm like, oh, shit, you asshole. You didn't fucking thank them. So, yeah.
1: Well, thank you as well for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Okay, so, so how are you? How are you? What's going on?
1: Oh, yeah, doing well. Uh, it's actually getting kind of hot here. I still have the box fan in the window today, transitioning to the AC proper for as long as possible. And then I call my mom every now and then, actually every day, but we'll call it every now and then, <laughs> and uh, I ask her what the, uh, what the temperature is. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got into the 90s, 90s already. Oh, and so I'm, I'm really glad. We've only gotten into, like, the 80s up here in New York. Oh, I, I forget you're in
0: New York. I, oh, of course you are, because as we just spoke about, uh, Lee's up there. So you guys, obviously, if you were not there, it would be much harder for you to physically hang out with him, right? Yes. Or host Sunday assembly or do things like that. Oh, I didn't re- I didn't realize you hosted. I thought you just hung out. I don't know why I assume that. I don't have any reason for that assumption. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I hang out. And you should hang out too if you're listening. Uh, you know, first Sunday of the month in New York City. Uh, but I'm also one of the hosts and uh, board member of Sunday Assembly in New York.
0: Oh wow, that's great. I, 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 okay. I'm very guilty, but I have paid so little attention to that stuff because I am not in New York, so I can't go to that one. And I have heard some shit about the one in LA. And also, they have it at like nine o'clock in the morning on Sundays. I'm like, you guys know, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not. And, and Okay, even if I had, like, a limo take me over, I probably <laughs> wouldn't do it, because it's fucking in the morning. And, right.
1: um There's no and amount I, of time that you, even if you woke up at 8.50 on Sunday, somehow magically teleported across that, exactly. still too early on a Sunday morning. I,
0: I like that you dropped teleport in there, because I, I, uh, the, the last one that I was going to do of these, which, unfortunately, we, there were some technical problems which we couldn't figure out, Uh, I had a giant, like, Enterprise shirt on, and I was like, oh, I will let the world see this because I don't reference it enough. But anyway, um, yeah, actually, the uh, two, um, I don't know about your impressions of the, I think it's Sunday Assembly it's called, but um, on Twitter I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is, and I don't care. And they are like, oh, you should check it out. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll check it out. So I went to the the website, and... and honestly, and I've said this before, but it bears repeating, that it really felt to me like just another left-wing church. And man, I grew up in one of those, and I know about them. And I just was like, so you're asking me to get up in the morning to take the bus? Oh, yeah, Christmas
1: yeah. Work is at 2 p.m. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so that that one's off the table. Like I wouldn't ask okay. anybody. So then, then the second one, the second thing. <laughs>
0: Well, I just, I mean, it, okay, it sounds like um, uh, Godless Revival is all about fun, but some of the stuff that I saw on Sunday Assembly, and I'm not quoting, so please, nobody come back with me with, like, hate mail unless you really want to, and then I can read it on the air, um, but it it felt to me, like, it said something about speakers, and I was like, I, I, I really don't mean to feel this way, and Mendisa and I talked about this when she was on, and she really encouraged me to do this, but I... I kind of feel like if I wanted to go to a lecture I would re-enroll in school or I would go on YouTube. I don't, I'm don't. i not <laughs> going to travel. Now right. that having been said, I, I have to correct myself because in preparation for this I don't usually prepare because I like to just sort of get to know people whom I don't know and obviously you know, I don't know each other. But I, I wanted to know a little bit about you because I, I heard your name mostly th- through Lee and other people oh, and I of course follow well, me, you on Twitter. Let me
1: prepare oh. the Sunday Assembly I- image before we... Oh, sure, please. Yeah. So, yeah, we have speakers, you know. Yeah, it's oh, kind of no. a happy lucky thing. Yeah, it resembles, I suppose, a progressive church in some ways. Um, Sanderson says it's, uh, you know, all the best parts of church uh, with better songs. I think is his little right, his tag. Um, yeah <laughs> and uh, I mean hey, I, I grew up in a very right-wing church, a very fundamentalist like conservative uh, Southern Baptist upbringing. so had I had, yeah, right So had I had a more progressive uh, you know religious outlet, maybe I wouldn't be here today. Um, but I probably would. but uh, you know either way, I think that there are some people who really didn't have a bad experience in church but missed the camaraderie in the community and the singing songs and, you know, a place to go and have a positive message and, you know, there's no God, there's no superstition, there's no, you know, mandatory donation requirement or anything like that. It's just really all about the community. So, yeah.
0: Searching- Oh, All of right. that sounds good. Uh, ex- okay, so so going back to your background, I actually was raised in a very left-leaning church, and, and honestly, I was really happy there, I loved it, and we're still here today. So Right, <laughs> and
1: it's still not true, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, the thing was, and actually, oh God, I, I had a conversation with my mom about this. I didn't mean to, and I wrote about it on my site, which people can find if they really want to. Um, But basically, like, she threw, I don't know if you've seen this, um, she threw this, um, oh, God, the other Hitchens, not Christopher, the other guy. She threw some article up on my timeline on Facebook, and I know it's like mom plus Facebook never equals good things, but basically it was him saying, this is why atheists are stupid and dumb. And she was like, please read it with an open mind or whatever she said. And and I was like, look, I didn't leave because I didn't like it. I didn't leave because I hate God. None of that was true. I loved it. It just everything that I wanted to know was answered with bullshit. And now, I imagine your experience is very similar. Um, So now that I'm pointing it back at you, (laughs) whatever you want to say on that is fine.
1: (laughs) Oh, sure. I mean, and like I said, I was raised Southern Baptist. It was actually, I mean, it wasn't, uh, an awful upbringing by any means. I mean, you know, Nate Phelps. I think is going to be on uh, you know, Game Atheist tonight, and I'm sure he has oh. horror stories that would, uh, you know, outstrip my. Not that it's, you know, I, I, I. Yeah, I know. it's not
0: Olympics, but I, I get what you're saying.
1: Um, but yeah, so I mean, it wasn't, wasn't bad. I had great parents and all that stuff, but it just, it just happens to not be true, and uh, you know, it happens to not be true in a very. Uh, insidious and and harmful way and that one that permeates society and contributes to and provides basis for sexism and homophobia and racism and yeah, know, all really? kinds of other awful things so um, even if you didn't have a bad experience it's still not true and it's still the foundation of a lot of things you probably don't like
0: well you know the the don't like is part of it yes I, I I have found it just, at least in my experience, that if one believes in one kind of magical thinking, then one tends to believe in all sorts of other ones. And I would point to maybe like gluten, um, or I don't know, other various things that, or, or anti-vax people. I mean, what I found amazing in my experience was. I was, I was literally told things like you um, we have auras and they show our emotions with the different colors, and I was like, oh, really? How do we know this? And they're like, oh, people can see them. I was like, really? How, how do we know they can see them? So, it you know, things like that I was really told were real, and it wasn't damaging, you know? It wasn't like I was crying in the corner because of I knew this or because I was told this, but what happened was it, it had a tendency to make me lean towards other things, and right and I think that's dangerous and, and what I say on my site that the about page that I have never changed because I haven't bothered is basically like my problem is magical thinking leads to magical thinking and people vote and I, I'm sure you well know Prop 8 in California in 2008 like the primary reason why anyone would have voted for that measure to to outlaw gay marriage or whatever the wording actually said is from a religious background and religious motivation there's no secular reason legally speaking for that kind of a measure. So, it's like, on an individual basis, there's no issue, I guess, but when you maximize that to the mob, and then you apply that to legality, there's a huge problem. So, so there I I went ranting. Uh
1: I, I, I agreed with everything you said there. I, I actually wanted to double back because I'm I'm incredibly pedantic because I know that the internet is the internet. So I don't think that religion <laughs> religion doesn't provide the foundation for these bad things. It just provides evidence in supporting you know justification I should say for these things. Yeah. Um, and you were you were talking about the auras and oh. uh, you know different colors and things like that. And and I just thought science is so much more interesting. So synesthesia you know, how some people can, you know, see sounds or, you know, hear, uh, you know, colors or, you know, whatever that, that you know, these um, crossing of their, their neural connections enables them to kind of see the world and sense the world in a different way. And so, yeah, someone could see colors around a person because, you know, but it's it's more interesting than, than they would have you believe, and it's more scientific, and, and I, I like finding kind of the way that these things could actually be true, <laughs> if there is a possible way that they can be true, even with astrology and things like that. I find it more interesting to think about, for example, is there a real reason why someone born in the winter in the northern hemisphere would have different experiences that contributed to, you know, Although, I, I give up pretty fast because I think astrology is <laughs> all <laughs> But that would be the way that I would hope to look at it if, you know, if I could. Uh,
0: no, I mean, I agree with you, at least on the surface. I just, with some things, like the other big classic one that I often tell people about is crystal healing. I was told that if you take a crystal and you rub it against a wound, it will heal faster. And I actually tried this because I was told that it would work. And at first it was a placebo effect. Like I was like, oh, oh, I think right. I feel better. But then it was like, Wait a minute, this scratch didn't seem to go away any faster than it would have. And I didn't, you know, set up a scientific study because I, I didn't think to, but it was pretty obvious to me that like that that it didn't work. You know, it was bullshit. And and so I don't particularly But want how could it possibly work, right? So I,
1: could I there be know. a way and I, and maybe I'm giving these people too much credit, right? Because I just maybe. like like nice. but I'm like, is there a way? And first of all I wanted to know what kind of crystal crystal anytime someone's like crystal, I'm like Actual crystal, or like, or something that you think looks like a.
0: Oh, like I them? never thought about that. Actually, that's a good question.
1: So whatever um, the material is, could there be some component in it that actually, when it interacts with your cells, contributes to some kind of, you know, healing property? That could happen, but we would need to, you know, test yeah. it. And think. I mean, I it know where you're
0: doing. going, um, and actually, I have wondered about a number of things that, my, like that, myself. Like, people think this is there any way that this really would be physical. In fact, I um you might find this interesting. I believed in both the afterlife, reincarnation and ghosts long after I lost my faith because I was sort of holding out for uh, there's a and and then finally what dispelled that was a, a very good friend of mine basically just said that's bullshit. and I was like, "Well, why do you say that?" And he said because there's no evidence. And I was like, "Oh, right." <laughs> right and instantly yeah. There. It was just because I had heard the same thing that everybody quotes all the time like oh there's energy in our bodies and I thought well maybe physically the energy could lead, but then of course I started reading about it much many years later and I was like oh this this is this is nothing at all like what people think it is it doesn't it it has in fact when I hear people say send positive energy or send positive vibes I'm like that's not how energy works it's it's like it, oh, it's I very it's very easy to look it up in fact like it's not like this is some grand mystery. We we know how energy works, and we know that it, it yes, it carries positive and negative. Oh, okay, I'm probably getting this wrong, but there are there are such things. It's
1: got a positive. definition. It, yeah, it's exactly.
0: It's got a, a definition.
1: definition. Work and like it it's got a very specific it's got matter, and a definite like yeah. if, if we're talking about it in the way that they're talking about it. It actually it literally has no. I get so worked up. Like, <laughs> like I'm right there with you.
0: Actually, I'm really glad you mentioned that because um, you, uh, in, in one of your talks that I watched, which I. Oh, and I, I would like to just let you know um, because it, it's somewhat related. One of the reasons I really want to talk to you was I absolutely love your voice, you and Al Stefanelli, and one day I will get you two together. And this is long before I knew anything else about you. I was just like, wow, what a great voice. I would love to just have us chat. So, in my pursuit of that and do a little prep work, I listened to one of your talks and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and one of the the main points that I think you were saying was in order to further our goals, we need to embrace um, those who may not be uh, lacking in faith, but they do have secular goals. And, and I appreciated that you separated atheists from se- secular because I feel like people often conflate uh, those.
1: be secular? The yeah, not no, secular. I, I saw that. Right. Uh, yeah, but now, on that idea.
0: Now, now, what you just said, though, um, I, I find it very difficult. Like, okay, I find the goal very admirable, and I don't think I have the maturity to, to follow it. If you know what I mean, because I, I find even allying with those who would legally be my ally very difficult when they believe in woo, and 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 just like you said, I just I cringe. It's like it doesn't work that way. It doesn't mean that. Like,
1: so oh, I'm right there with you. I please. struggle every day with it. I, I how do you do it?
0: Because. I, 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 I don't really get
1: it. I know it's important to do not because it's easy, but because strategically, I believe strongly that this is how we'll actually get to where we want to be. And even though it's hard, and I don't actually I hate work, that you're right. <laughs> I do, too. You know what I mean? On a real level, I don't want to do or have the conversations or have the interactions with the kinds of people that I know I'll have to, but I think that's actually how we're going to get the kind of society that we want to live in, and it's not by saying us or them when the us is only atheists and the them is everyone else. There's no way we're ever going to get where we need to be with those kinds of, you know, barriers.
0: No, I, I again, I completely agree with you. And I have lost friends over these issues because I just—it's like, it doesn't mean that. Look it up. The, and
1: the thing I, is awful. Like I, I and I and I draw a different line there than I do with the religion. Oh, okay. Even know, people, I do because I, I I can't I can't I have to I have to draw a line somewhere, and it just it strains at some because at some point it's actually me being intellectually dishonest. You know what I mean? Right go back and forth as if I buy any of it. I think there's a respectful way to disengage and to disengage in a way that they know you're not bailing because you think that they're right, you're bailing because you think that they're crazy. And if right. people do that to them, I think that, you know, over time they'll look into it or think better of it.
0: I actually like the term disengage. I have found it very hard to do that with grace <laughs> at times <laughs> um, and, and I'm not really sure why that is because I, I don't know how old you are but I have been doing some form of this for a very long time since I was 19 and, um, and I've been around the band a bunch of times with with people of different ilks and one of the things that I can't seem to master is not sounding, condescending, and stepping away at an appropriate time, and just saying, "Look, you know, we are not going to see eye to eye, and that's fine." And and, and just, in fact, I just recently—I don't know how you're feel, you feel—you feel on this stuff, and it's—I don't care which way—it's—it's it's not pertinent. But I just had um, a conversation with a pro-gun advocate on uh, my Facebook page. I, I don't know how he found me, but he did, and uh, and and we went back and forth a few times, and I—I I tried to maintain civility as much as possible. I didn't use any ed- hominems but it was pretty clear to me after the third exchange that he just... I, I didn't even want him to agree with me. I didn't care. I just wanted to have the honest conversation, you know, and, and, he, and, he, and when he he put up this video of some clip of some Adam Sandler movie where where the guy in the clip says, like, you know, by listening to you, I, I actually have... you've made the whole room dumber. And I was like, oh, alright. You're, <laughs> you're just being a dick for the sake of it. So I, I basically just said, look, um, you know, great talking to you, and... I don't want to feed your paranoia anymore, so... And, and then, actually, I saw later that he responded to that, but I was like, Anton, just don't. And I didn't. I didn't respond further. But I, I find that really challenging still, even after, what, like, almost 20 years of discourse. I'm this awful. Course.
1: I'm, I'm, this thing that we're talking about specifically is yeah. one of... That online, specifically, I'm really bad at. In person, I think, you know, manners and things kick in. Yeah, social contracts you know, at some point. Um, but, wow, on the internet, because it just seems... <laughs> it, it Sometimes it's just so bad that I just... even letting it hang out there seems like a disservice to, like, truth or something. I, I guess that's yeah, the way... Yeah, like, I, I, I agree with it. that.
0: Which yeah. is why, actually, on, on Twitter, I don't know about you, but on Twitter, I tend to engage a little bit with people with whom I disagree because I, I actually find it really, really educational because it's like, well, I, I want to also know why they think what they do because
1: right. it, it helps
0: me, as you know, Penn says to to think about, well, why do I think the way I do? Like, I've gotten into a, a long thing with some um, some pro-lifers, and I've been pro-choice since as long as I can remember. Um, but I also I've often thought, why do I feel that way? And 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 actually, um, not to poo on anybody, but when I have seen certain hashtags like. Uh, this is not a hash up for debate, I have wondered I, why why do those who who propose those ideas feel that way? Because I'm not saying that women should not have the right, but I think it is a good idea to debate things like that because we should all know why we feel that way. Right. And. I, I wanted to know, you know, how far my feelings went. So when someone said, oh, you know, uh, abortion is murder, I said, well, you know, presumably uh, murder entails intent and premeditation, right? And they were like, yes. And I said, well, I, I've known people who got abortions, and, and yes, technically speaking, it it was premeditated because the decision was made to go to the clinic.
1: It's manslaughter at best is how this is going to end. Yeah, I, and, and,
0: I, and I, I wish I had had the space to say this, but I meant to say, too, I think... A requirement for murder is malicious intent, um, because no one accidentally murders someone. In fact, as no, far as but I understand, slaughter. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. what I wanted to try to communicate, which I didn't do very well, was I almost agree with you in as much as you are ending the potentiality of a life. I I'm with you there, at least, as as technically as it goes, but. The calling it murder, I think, is a huge straw man, because I don't think anyone truly feels about it that way. In fact, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a video around on, on YouTube where it's this couple who go to a clinic because they've been told by their doctor that their baby, if born, will have some terrible neurological disorder, and it will just lead a terrible life. And so brokenhearted, they made the terrible decision to go and, and end the pregnancy. They didn't want to. and, right. and they bumped into protesters, and the protesters screamed at them, and, and the guy explained to them, He's like, we don't want to do this, but our baby will not have a good life if we don't do this.
1: Right. And
0: that's what I was trying to communicate to them was, because one guy was like, oh, um, abortion is murder. I was like, wait, in all cases? Um, because I feel like there's enough nuance in the issue that it should be addressed. But
1: I, I think you know, that in, that's what the pro-choicers are kind of trying to fight back against. So you're, you're kind right. of running against like, these two you know, essentially just rhetoric strategies. One person yes. saying, this is not up for debate, when obviously we're debating it. That's yeah, right, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> it. Right, You would have no need to put a message out there about it if it weren't up for debate. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's one strategy. And then the other strategy is to say that abortion is murder and to kind of, you know, go really far out there with what it is, uh, You're know you know, they're, they're right. trying to, abortion is this other thing and link them together. Uh, so, they're, I mean, it's just rhetoric and, and you gotta, well, we, uh, if we want to uh, <laughs> yes. communicate effectively, have to see that for what it is and either combat with better rhetoric, um, a la GOP, uh, you know, they're great with rhetoric. They just Oh, they are.
0: I, I okay. actually greatly admire that party because they can sell bullshit better than anybody.
1: It's, it's, it's really me- pretty astounding it really is. Uh, so you can either do that, try to find a better rhetoric or you know actually call it out for what it is and you know take it from there. Kind of strip the rhetoric down say it is not murder but we can talk about what it is or say it is up for debate and that's why we're debating it.
0: <laughs> well I, what I try to do which has some success is just ask people questions. Now I'm aware that there's this Twitter-o blog-o thing called jacking off which I, I don't try to do although I've been accused of I've it. Not,
1: Please explain to me, as a grown woman, what jacking-off is. <laughs> well, is I, I, I...
0: Okay, I, I'll explain what I think it is. Um, jacking-off, as I've understood it, is just asking questions. So it's, this, it's, it's where I believe trolls go into uninvited forums, or fora, and they ask pointed leading questions which are meant to elicit certain answers. And I know that um, there's some... More prominent people in the community, secular, atheist, skeptic, whatever you want to call it, who have been accused of doing this, and then there's backlash against that because other people are saying, "Well, if they're not asking questions, what should they do?" Blah blah blah, right. you know, back and forth.
1: Keep trolling, thing. right, right,
0: and and so as I understand it, it it is the the strategy of, like I said, asking pointed questions in order to listen to certain answers. I can honestly claim I don't think I've ever done that. Usually, when I am asking questions, I really don't know. In fact, I think I, I've I, I've written to you like stupid question colon because I really had no idea and I yeah. wanted to know.
1: And and I've done the same thing and I and I genuinely when I do it, especially because, I, I mean at this point I, I guess you're having me on your show so I'm someone on Twitter like I have 5,500 followers or whatever. I know. Like, <laughs> I it's getting too big to just be silly like cuz someone oh, out there will call you on it you know what i mean so it's getting to that point where like i used to be able to kind of have like a certain kind of like you know blasé fair like just whatever attitude about it but now i yeah. know if i do any of that stuff even if i'm just a little bit um, you know condescending or something like that then there's a good chance that i'll be called on it by yeah and
0: I, I have such a problem with what is now called call-out culture. And because, and, and actually, that's why I, I thanked uh, Atheist Sam, because I really, he he was being sarcastic with me, and I didn't know that. And so I was like, you know, you said this, specifically define this, blah, blah, blah. And then someone else let me know, I think it was at Beagrie, B-E-A-G-R-I-E, uh, said, oh, by the way, like, he's fucking with you. And I was like, oh, son of so I just apologized to everybody. I was like, hey, sorry, I thought this was something else. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do that. But, yeah, I... Oh, go ahead. Huh? Oh, I, I was just going to say, in fact, today, um, just for shits and giggles, I, um, I tweeted um, about the anti-social justice podcast, which uh, Bigri and Zoe Jen run, and they had Vakula on, and just for fun, I, I do... I do
1: this podcast...
0: Yeah, yeah, it's called the, it's anti-colla, no, ah, damn it, anti-hyphen social, so anti-social justice podcast, where they they oh. complain about the people that I choose not to name on, on this thing, um, or what they say, because I don't want to feed the fire, and I, usually I honestly just don't care, but I enjoy listening to what their take on things is, and actually they, they say what I would have said, and so I'm like, well, I don't need to, but, but during one of them, um, they had Fakula on, and they were talking about, you know, the same old, bullshit that everybody talks about. And so I tweeted, Why does Justin Vacula hate women so very, very much? So then immediately oh, no. somebody else oh, no. was, I yeah, yeah. And I thought it was funny, but um <laughs> but then um um at Atheist Loki was like, Is this a joke? And I was like um and and then I thought, eh, I'm going to fuck with them more. So I said, no, I have, I heard a whisper in my ear, like, I hate women. I hate them all. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> now, luckily, I don't have 5,000 followers, so I don't think anybody really gives a shit. But I thought, I think you're right. Like, you know, if I did, I would probably have one or two people say, like, oh, I'm going to block him now because he's a dick or whatever. And, and then I'd have to go back and go, no, you guys, come on, let it go. Yeah, so... I, I sympathize with you, even though I don't have that problem.
1: <laughs> and, and there's, of course, like the, the the like shaming. Like I would expect better from you, from a stranger that actually does yeah. impact your mood. <laughs> like, like I wish I could say it didn't like hurt my feelings a little bit. And I could just be like, fuck all of them. But I'm like, oh, maybe I sh- should have expected more of myself. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> ten followers and just you know followed me yesterday. Like they don't know me. Like it's whatever.
0: yeah. Well, I suspect that, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I suspect that one grows a sense of responsibility with certain positions. Like, I mean, i you know, obviously you, you found it to be secular, so there is a sort of public face to you and to the organization. So I, if I were in your shoes, I'd probably feel like, damn it, I can't really play around anymore because I don't know who's going to look at what when. But
1: it's so fun to play around. I know. <laughs> problem like it's like I wish I could just uh, like not have fun on it but the more that you are on it the more exposure that you have the more fun it becomes it's just kind of a snowball in that regard
0: oh no that's absolutely true well in fact there have been a couple times where um, you have said things I kind of wanted to be silly and respond but then I thought you know, one, I don't know that AJ will know that I'm kidding, and two, I don't know that anyone who reads this will know that I'm kidding, so...
1: I worry, worry more about the other people. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure I would probably well, assume the best.
0: <laughs> well, because, like, one of them was um, the yes-all-women thing, because I, I really don't care one way or the other about it. In fact, any guys who are pissed off about it, I'm like, there's really, there's a lot better stuff to be pissed off about. <laughs> um, but
1: I, one way or the other. I'm going to give you the chance to kind of <laughs> support your... Uh. Well, I, 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 for for one thing, I
0: don't really understand um, the negative purpose. So when when people have complained about it, I don't understand why they've complained about it. Because if there are sentiments that some women have that they feel apply to yes, all women. Okay, that why you know freedom of speech. Like even if I disagree, I why should I say anything about that? Because if someone believes that something applies to yes, all women, then okay, like. Uh, why should I chime in? There's no real purpose to that. Um, there have been a few things that I felt were probably factually incorrect. I can't cite any examples because I don't have them in front of me. But I, I would, I would see. There
1: are tons of huh? them that would, tons of them would be factually incorrect if we were taking it literally to mean literally. Yes, all women. Right. But it's just a hashtag. You know. Well, Again, yeah. it's,
0: it's no. Right. Bias. I mean, and, and that's part of it. Is is, and that's why I've paused every time I've I've almost answered sarcastically. And that's the thing, is it's like, well, Anton, why do you want to, like, bombard people who...
1: That's good, though. I feel like, like, even hearing this is kind of getting in touch with, like, that, like, male threat, like, the defensiveness that I feel like I've been interacting with for the now, past week.
0: You're absolutely right. Um, we and I, specifically, have been very guilty of being defensive, and one of the things that I've learned over the years is, one, it's not about me, and and two, and you... you I don't know how you feel about this, but I actually completely support the whole notion of privilege, and I think it's factual, and I think there's evidence to support it.
1: I don't think that exists at all. That's oh, so really?
0: Sad.
1: No, no, I'm totally kidding. Please don't. Oh, okay. Don't, don't clip it. Please sorry. don't Oops. make it sound. I was going to try my best sarcastic voice no, today. Sorry. it just a little too good.
0: Well, you know, because it, it's it's so funny, because I've actually, I've had to defend, okay, I very briefly, I, I actually very much consider myself a feminist, and... I always have, um, for the very simple reason that it, I think it's very easy to demonstrate that women have usually gotten the short end of the stick uh, in just about everything for most of recorded human history, if not longer. So it's like, to me, that's not a debate. It's like whether, yeah, and 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 whether each, not up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> and, and sure, you know, go ahead, but it's like the fact will 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 be we counter that. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, so, so along with that, um, when I first started learning about the concept of privilege, I was I, at first I was honestly intrigued. I was like, I'd never heard it before. I was like, Oh, okay. And then when I started having explained to me and I started seeing examples, I was like, Oh, okay. No, I I, I get this now. Some examples of it I think have been a bit far reaching, but um, but what, most of them that I've heard, I'm like, Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely I absolutely own that. Now the one thing, maybe you could help you out with this. The sure. one thing I don't understand, and I really, this is true, this is genuine, this is sincere. I don't understand what it means to check one's privilege. I don't get it. I, is it? Is it? I'm supposed to list them?
1: You're doing it right now. Oh, okay. Like literally, what you're oh, like, you're, you're you're having insight and perspective on okay. your pri- like, you're doing it. You okay. Way to get okay. Because honestly, us. like I was really proud of you. You're awesome.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a post on this um, where I, I said uh, trigger warning, uh, checking privilege, uh, and that's a whole other issue. I, I have mixed feelings of the trigger warning thing because I have my own triggers, and I think some triggers are bullshit, and some are legitimate, blah, blah, blah. But in that, I said, um, here's and I listed all of them on it, well, not all of them, because some of them I, were kind of personal. I didn't think I wanted to get into it on the internet, but, but yeah. I, I actually cited something that I've never heard anybody talk about, which is tall privilege which is...
1: Oh, God, that's you. Yes, yes.
0: Be, because now, I, I don't know about your experience, but um, in, in my experience as a heterosexual male, um, in the pursuit of female partners, what How I tall have never... may I ask? Uh-huh.
1: How tall are you, may I ask?
0: Oh, uh, I'm, I'm six feet and a half an inch, but my okay. wife insists that I'm six one, but whatever, I'm six feet and a half. so
1: rounded.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what she said. Um, so... One thing that I experienced in life was that um, I have met a lot of men who are like five ten and under who complain incessantly about like, oh, if only I can have another inch or two or women are, and they seem much more misogynistic than I, I have ever felt that I was because they're frustrated because women don't tend to, and I have, every partner I've had has said, and I, I mean this literally like, anybody shorter than a certain height, they wouldn't date, period. Yeah. and. I'm lucky because I happened to reach my current height when I was about 14 so before I started dating. So like, I have, I've never had to think about my height, I've never had to lie about my height. I've, I, it's, it's never even crossed my mind because I haven't had to. So I have what I would consider a significant privilege over all short men because this is something it just never crossed my mind. and. And I and I owned it on the page. I was like, "Hey, for all those guys who want five inches, sorry, man, um, I wasn't even aware of this because I didn't have to be." And as far as I understand it, that's part of what privilege is. So,
1: <laughs> and and um, there's actually some been some you know uh, research on this tall privilege idea, and it's and it's definitely prevalent. Something like uh, I, I'm going to butcher the statistics. So Go don't ahead. Bo- it's, it's available <laughs> uh, the information. Uh, like something like uh, only. Uh, fifty or forty percent of forty percent of men are above uh, five ten, oh. like, that's, like the average height. Like, or, or I guess fifty percent of men are above five ten, but uh, like seventy percent of CEOs are, are, are above. Oh, oh
0: above totally! Yeah, exactly. Because people look, people because literally look up to us.
1: Right, because height is a masculine quality, and masculine qualities yeah. are correlated with competence. So when yeah. you're looking to hire a CEO or looking to hire someone on the, you know, on the track up to CEO, the person that's tall embodies what you, you know, imagine uh, a, a leader looking like. Actually, I can
0: speak to that because before I was as tall as my mom, she had a lot of physical authority in my eyes, and then when I got <laughs> taller than her. I noticed it was consciously slipping, and it wasn't like I talked back to her or anything when I was 15, although she might disagree, but I was very aware that the, the person who was one of the chief authority figures in my life, the authority tended to kind of go down, and then by the time I was in college, I was like, well, whatever, mom, like, what? <laughs> So
1: There's probably think, stuff in there, too, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah,
0: no, I, I'm sure there's plenty of, of issues and baggage <laughs> and whatnot. But okay, so the, that did answer my question, because I, I have wondered, because I've seen it all the time, and especially on Twitter, and I'm like, I, I, I this seems to be something that people find very important for me to do, and I don't know how to do it, and I'm afraid to ask, because I'm afraid people will think I'm being sarcastic and entitled, and no. I know that I am, but... Still, I want to know. So,
1: it seems like you you check your privilege uh, right now and on a regular basis when you come across situations. Usually, people are are saying it like this is in, for this situation. Check your privilege, blah blah blah. And sometimes I will admit I've seen it used as kind of like an insult or like a weapon. Knife. That's what's bothered me. phrasing. yeah, and yeah. I don't. Think that's necessarily a good, uh, you know use of, of, of a really helpful framework. I think privilege is, is really useful to, you know, kind of understand the world that we live in. And I wouldn't want it to be demonized more than it already is going to be just because it suits someone's goal to say no, it that I, way. I,
0: I mean, that's... I, I agree with you and that's why, um, that's why, like, the yes, all women thing and men's defensiveness, I think, are difficult things because I think we have a lot that we can learn without feeling attacked right. or without feeling blamed, and and that's why. Oh, sorry, my eyes stinging. That's why um, I've often tried to ask questions about about these things of people because many times I would like to further what I think I know, and so I can maybe help dispel some of this stuff. And, and I actually get really frustrated when I see people saying, complaining about you know us. White hetero guys, because
1: it's like I, I, I'm so tired of the beleaguered male. I was talking to someone yeah, else. <laughs> and this week has been—it's just been just so rife with that kind of thing, and I'm just—I'm over it so much. I mean, uh, to each their own whatever. But uh, the thing I wanted to say about privilege is that it's not a bad or a good thing. Being privileged isn't—you know—a crime or—you know—something that you should be indicted for. It's not. I mean, you being a white guy is nothing you picked any more than me being a black female. So I like to right. start. Like there's no there's no you know choice element there's no you know just how we handle it that's how we can actually make an impact and I mean I have privilege too so I speak English I'm American yeah, I am exactly uh, third generation in my family to, you know, be college educated, which is unheard of. Uh, uh, it goes on and on, you know. There are tons of privileges that I have that someone would, wouldn't know by looking at me, but it doesn't mean that they don't exist, you know. Um, I, I don't know if you saw my question about uh, intelligence, if whether it was privilege or merit. And uh, that was a question oh, that I could kind of seriously but worried whether how, you know, how people would take it. It could go any number of direct eugenics. I, I posted it and then I was like, oh, no, did I just <laughs> <laughs> um, But it? was it was genuinely something that I think of. I mean, I, I'm i an intelligent person, I guess, objectively speaking, in terms of the way that we measure these things. Like, I, I test well on, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, I, I don't know if that is something that I should... Uh, think of as a merit, you know, something that I've worked very hard to do, or something that, through you know, privilege of other kinds, um, you know, genetics or upbringing, socioeconomic status, what have you. If it's something that I acquired through other means that I maybe shouldn't take as much credit for.
0: God, I that's really complicated. I I don't know. And and two, I've actually thought a very common criticism that I've felt about uh, certain people out there in the blogosphere and the Twitter sphere is oftentimes those who criticize the privileged seem to not be checking their own. Um, and and I'm speaking of the what has seemed to be predominantly white, predominantly middle class, predominantly intelligentsia, who then tell others, and it's like, well, you know, especially if you make your living as a blogger, uh, <laughs> to me, that's significant economic privilege, because i I got to go pay, you know, lip service to the man every day, and most people I know do, too. And now, I'm not saying it's a crime to be a professional blogger, but it's like, if you can afford to sit around and complain about privilege all day, sounds to me like that's its own form of privilege. It and
1: sure is. I mean, there's no... I don't think that most self-aware bloggers would disagree with you, either.
0: Right. I. But, yeah, and this is something I just don't talk about online, because I, I have stepped in enough poo accidentally and intentionally and been exhausted from it I was like okay I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna breach this one because I don't feel like dealing with it and and I can have my opinion silently and, and no one has to to worry about that so yeah I mean obviously uh, I, I whatever I would want to do I, I don't feel a need to do it
1: I I do hesitate to get into the you know uh, I, again I don't I don't often tell people to check their privilege I, I don't think I've ever used the phrase maybe someone could Prove me wrong, you know, whatever.
0: You <laughs> can it. look it up now. Yeah,
1: sure. I'm sure there's a way. Um, but uh, there's definitely no, I don't remember using it in kind of, that kind of aggressive way. I think it's important to recognize, but uh, I, I wouldn't want someone to, like, even even then turning it on the bloggers, I'm like, oh, I don't know, like, <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to tell them that they're, you know, privileged or something, I don't know.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I've actually paid less and less and less attention to the blogosphere because it's it's so funny. I, I was telling talking to the um, the Apostasy Now guys, Dragonbeard and uh, and Smashlock, that I, I one day got into this vicious like thing with somebody online, and then I got off and like my blood was pumping. I was like, I want to prove them. And then I started playing video games, and suddenly it was like, what what what's an internet? What what's a Twitter? Right. And I was like and I told them it was like I was so ashamed of myself not because I gone to the fight which was stupid of me but because it was like wait a minute there's so much more to life that is not this and sure. so much more to life that is worthwhile that is not this and so and actually one of the biggest lessons I learned was I was like Anton the people that you are angry at for not admitting their bullshit are never going to admit their bullshit you just need to deal with that you need to accept that they're not going to say you know what I was wrong and your evidence absolutely demonstrates I was like, atheist means nothing else but lack of a faith in a God. That's it. It doesn't mean yeah, reasonable. Does, that,
1: leads, that leads right to one of my biggest gripes with our community. And, and you're right. Yeah. Atheist means nothing more than not believing in God. But that's not necessarily enough to, you know, form a movement that has lasting impact
0: on I agree it. with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: That's probably why
0: theater. I stopped labeling myself as an activist, because I was like, you know what, let's be let's be honest, I'm not really activizing anything. <laughs> I'm just sitting well, around chatting with people.
1: I think there can definitely be atheist activists and an in an atheist movement proper, I, I consider myself part of it. I'm I'm sure others do too. But um, I just don't think that in the long run when yeah. we talk about the, the, the future that we actually want to see where you know homophobia isn't a thing where there's equality between genders where you know race relations are better where right. the death penalty if that's something that we want to discuss is oh sure yeah, let's get rid
0: of its bullshit,
1: bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm anti I don't, I don't want a death penalty but it's got to be done better than it's done now like there's, there's just no way we can keep going like this um, but these are the issues. That I think actually matter, yeah. and the, the uh, you know the belief in God, not belief in God, while it like grates on my you know conscience. You know I hate that there are so many people that I'm surrounded by that are just you know uh, I'm not going to put a word here, but you know fill in the blank here. Uh, I'm I, I keep they keep running in my head. Yeah. I'm just feel so crazy, uh, incorrect, uh, so on. Yeah. <laughs> just pick one. Um, but other than that, like, that doesn't actually have an impact on my life Insofar as, uh, you know, just they're not believing or they're believing. The things that do have impact are the things that, like you said, like, you know, they vote. They yeah. you know, affect policy. They are in, you know, boardrooms and things like that. There, there are other places where that comes back.
0: Yeah, I just saw an interview between, um, I think this guy, the guy's name is Phil Robertson, the Duck Dynasty guy with yeah. Sean Hannity. And again, I am a huge supporter of the First Amendment. I say Phil Robertson should say whatever the bullshit, homophobic, crap he wants. Sure. And if his employers are okay with that, then you know what, I don't have to watch any, I, like, I have a total choice there.
1: Sure, I, It's not really a First Amendment issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, I, I just mean that I support his right to say whatever the hell he wants, and I don't think he should be silenced either. I think as long as he fulfills his contract, and as long as the ratings are high, a has no incentive to cancel his show, and I honestly think they should keep it on because hey, if it's bringing in money, I don't have to watch it, but I, I was watching it and I was just like, I, I, not, I was watching the interview so and I,
1: in, I think the sponsors do have a, an obligation to. Oh, I agree
0: with you, oh absolutely, but, but, but again but that's their responsibility
1: Yeah, go ahead
0: I mean, because because I like and, and I don't have to support them. Like I, so he can say whatever he wants in whatever magazine he wants, and I don't have to buy his merchandise. I don't have to watch the show. I don't have to buy the sponsored
1: products.
0: You know, I have a direct um, effect financially on that. But as long as he has a forum, I don't care what he says. And in fact, I'm glad he says what he says because then I can more easily identify him and people like him, and if I so choose, avoid them in the future. So I don't have any problem with that stuff. Um, I guess what I have a problem with, I guess I do have a problem with the fact that it's considered normalized. Um, if that makes any sense, I think I'm kind of rambling actually. But <laughs> basically, I saw the interview and and I thought I don't like that this exists, but I would rather it exist and I exist and the First Amendment exists than it not than none of that. So you know, he got a bunch of cheers in the crowd and he was like, "Oh, Jesus died for us" and all that. I wish that weren't true, but I would rather it be true, and he's allowed to say that than not. I, I guess that's my point.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. And I think the more that, you know, the, the religious right-wing is considered the bigot party, uh, the you know, the better long-term perhaps for the left-wing to hopefully, goodness, split like the Tea Party into a progressive wing and a mainstream wing. That would be yeah. My dream, like if I had anyone to pray to, that would be the prayer <laughs> of, of the 21st century for me. But anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with you because actually I, I left the Democratic Party uh, in 04 when I felt like they completely fucked up the uh, the Bush two thing, yeah. and and I stand by that, and, and I, I understand that, and everybody's gonna agree with me, and people are gonna say, well,
1: California, so I mean I think that's worth saying, right?
0: Yeah, well, I yeah, so it doesn't really it doesn't really change anything, um, but I I. I feel like um, I, especially, I, I didn't know this until recently but when I saw that it was true that only a few years ago Hillary Clinton said that she was against gay marriage it was like, well, yeah, the Democrats I, in my opinion are really not that different from many in the Republican Party because they're, they, they're still shills for the same corporations they're still, you know, it's great that Obama said publicly, my uh, my views have evolved and I now, I mean that's awesome, it really is, but it's like but only a few years ago, he was one man, one woman.
1: You know, um, and a few years before that, he supported gay marriage. Like he's gone. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. round and round with that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's all bullshit, obviously. But it's like, yeah. I, I agree. I wish there were the left party that would be the equivalent of the Tea Party, uh, but on the opposite end, because I feel like there's not any real honest discourse because there doesn't have to be, because. It's-
1: if it were a bell curve, right now we're very much skewed. It's a, it's a distorted. It's, it's not an equal distribution. We're, we're much more to the right now than, than to the left.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I don't actually understand how that happened. I suspect it was something about nine eleven and how everybody suddenly didn't feel safe. And do oh. you want to know? know
1: happened?
0: Oh, this sure.
1: Is, yeah. Well, it, it happened with uh, the Southern Strategy first. With when the parties flipped. You know about this, right? how Abraham Lincoln was. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, a little uh,
1: bit. And then then they they decided to get more, essentially, that the more racist party would win the South. So the Republicans decided to take on that, that strategy to be the more racist party. So then you get your Southern religious folks married with your corporatist... Yeah. Uh, Republicans from from the north and this kind of mishmashing and in the Ronald Reagan era I believe is when they're they kind of track it back to when there was really a marrying of the religious right wing and the Republican Party and, and, and I guess
0: that makes sense because it's guaranteed votes um, but what I have never understood about that is why would any one politician want to possibly be controlled by one ultimately fringe group—that doesn't make sense to me. But I'm not a political analyst, so maybe there's a good reason for that.
1: Oh, well, I, perhaps I, I think the, the fringe group that, that we're all controlled by now is the extremely wealthy. Oh, but go ahead. Yeah, no,
0: no, that's that's our thing going off. Um, oh, okay. and, 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 no, I, I I agree with you. I, I think it is extremely wealthy. And I, actually, I don't know if it was your quote or somebody else quoted today. Like that modern politics is pretty much a fight between one billionaire and another billionaire and I, no, like, I really
1: it, but I think it yeah, someone said it and I think it's complete. Oh, it was um Senator Harry Reid, I wanna say.
0: Oh okay. Well yeah. I, I'm ignorant of that, so <laughs> All the Koch
1: brothers. anyway, I guess the good way in this is we have to get money out of politics before pretty much anything else can happen because the same people are buying both sides, so there's not... Oh,
0: totally, yeah. I mean, why not? I, I would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds so conspiratorial, but it's really not. Like, it, it's just the way it is right now.
0: Well, especially if it's demonstrated that, that it is true. I, but honestly, I don't have faith that that's going to change anytime time soon, because why would it? I mean, now that the Supreme Court said that um, corporations are people, it's like, well, <laughs> okay, great. Why don't we just all kiss our asses goodbye? You know, yeah, kind of. of
1: wolf com. I don't know if you know about that.
0: No, no, no.
1: political action committee or that's trying to uh, get the money out of politics. That's specifically what it's trying to do. And it's uh, through the Young Turks and Cenk Uger over oh, there. Oh no, yeah,
0: no, I, I know about them. And actually, um, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I should plug, um, it's not necessarily related, but um, there's a great show, if you haven't heard of it, called The David Pacman Show. Yeah. On, uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. I. I uh, yeah. I. I mean. I. I was about to say. I know him, and I realized. No. I don't know him. But I, I've talked to him a couple times um, over we'll you know, Twitter and, and stuff. We'll
1: round it, round it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway. uh, actually,
0: on on that note, we're uh, we're about done. Um, and I completely forgot to warn you um, earlier that. Um, it gets that, dark in m- your house. I, yeah. Actually, I apologize to everybody. Um, this is the latest I've gone on one of these because it's the first one I've had successfully in the evening. And I didn't think to open stuff uh, beforehand. So sorry about the fact that I've been in the dark this whole time. But um, also, uh, I have a tradition that I started a, a few of these ago, which is um, giving uh, the guest the final word. So the, all that this will entail when we get to it is that um, uh, when I prompt you, you go ahead and say whatever you want, um, short or long. If you want to be like Lee and go for, like, fucking 20 minutes, then go ahead. And then when I think that you're done, I just cut you off it, it might be in the middle like I did with Tori it might be the end Now we're not doing it yet uh, but 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 that will be the end so but before that um, anybody who sees this will absolutely know who you are but let's just pretend that's not true so how can people find you be secular just whatever you want to talk about in, in terms of finding you and, and your presence online and stuff
1: Sure. I guess I'll need a new last word. Um, yeah. Follow me at Happiest Atheist on Twitter and uh, at Be Secular, and we also have a website, BeSecular.com.
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, and I no longer do that because everybody sees it. Right. Right. Wait. Wait. Uh, shit. Right. There we go. Oh, but
1: you right. don't have your Twitter.
0: No. Who cares? At Anton a. Hill. I mean, nobody. <laughs> I. You know, what's funny is I incrementally gain and then lose followers like every three days, so I, I'm, I think i of a 246, my high was 248, I think I lost like four one. and honestly I don't know what I do that pisses people off, because I I've been doing that. Even at this I'm, point,
1: so, okay. I'm consistent,
0: you know, I'm completely consistent, I, I never change my tune, so I don't know what people find or don't find that pisses them off or doesn't piss them off, but whatever. Um, and hey, if uh, people want to get me up to 300, that'd be awesome, because I don't know why I care. But anyway, yeah, at Antoni Hill, and there's a site, and and I swore I wouldn't do this again. So now, now, it is final words. So AJ, whatever you want to say, however short or long, you go right ahead, and I'll cut you off when I think you're done.
1: Sure. Well, I guess uh, the only thing I want to say just in general about social justice and change and privilege and all these things is that it's really important just to have empathy. Try to get it for each other. If you're trying, you're not doing it wrong.